Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision, a little bonus episode for you guys midweek on Eurovision week. We're really excited to talk about what we think would have actually happened this week had the contest gone ahead, since we haven't, as of recording yet, seen what the EBU has shown us, or what the EBU has in store for us, but, you know, I think it's fun to think about, you know, in an alternate reality where COVID never happened, what we would be partying to this week, whether we are in the Netherlands or back here in America, where probably would have been in my bedroom anyway, you know. So sad. True. Well, you know, I don't know what I don't know what my plans would have been, but anyway. Uh, so first, uh, first, I wanted to ask you guys: Have any of the songs that we've gone over um, improved over the course of the season for you? Like we listened to it at the beginning, we had one opinion, and then sort of now that it's Eurovision week, we think of them completely differently. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like it always kind of goes both ways. And now kind of trying to look over all the songs. I feel like really for me, what I saw more this year was songs that originally struck me as like contenders and then kind of fell by the wayside over time. Like, I think the big one that I even mentioned on the podcast, but like was um, Bulgaria, where, like, when I first was into Tears Getting Sober, I definitely thought it had a lot of potential, and then kind of, like, it just didn't really stick with me as much over time, and I felt like my opinion kind of downgraded, and it kept on slipping further in my ratings. I feel, honestly, the same way about Lithuania, um, On Fire by The Roop, a little controversially. I don't know if that's, like, I think it still would have had a big impact on the show, but I just don't love it as much as when I first saw it. Songs that have grown on me, I mean, we recorded Freaky Too Late, so for my first hot take in that it wasn't that good, but obviously that grew on me a lot. I think Hurricane Asalavista is another one that I definitely love now. I think I will give it to you, Max. Cleopatra has definitely grown on me a little bit and that I do enjoy listening to it despite the demon voices. Um... I don't hate Don't Break Me from Australia as much as I used to, but we always knew that the recorded version was better than her performance. So depending on what way we took that, I don't know what would happen. But yeah, it is. It's sad because I feel like we're not going to see those live performances because I think there are some performances, namely Norway and Sweden, that is or not Sweden, Switzerland, that are just like extremely overrated in my mind. And I would have liked to see those crash, but like maybe they would have been even better <laughs> live. So, I was gonna I say I like that. Norway so much more now than I did. <laughs> <laughs> like Norway has stuck to me in such a way I can't even explain it. Like I'm humming it in the shower and like when I'm looking for food in the refrigerator and <laughs> I'm just like humming it all the time. So Norway has gone up in the rankings for me. <laughs> Alex, any, uh, any more growers or uh, followers for you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like watching the the Ukraine national performance and like I, I did get into the song and I really liked it and it just kind of faded for me um, just because there were so many other contenders that I just really liked. Um, and I didn't think that there would be so many of them, but uh, now I just, it's just not one of those songs I want to listen to. Um, Australia is just like, it was pretty low in my rankings and it's just lower. Um, I just dislike her 
more with time. <laughs> I really don't like that song. I really don't like her. I just want her to go away. Um, songs that have like grown a little bit on me, like uh, Estonia has grown a little bit. Like Uku is so cute. <laughs> Um, is that how you say his name? Yuku? I don't know, but he's he's Uku. adorable. Um, Iceland has not faded for me. Still love it. Uh, I think that, like, I actually really liked uh, Poland, like, Empires, and that one, too. I thought I was so sure, like, it was going to get points <laughs> um, on my scale, and it didn't end up getting it, which surprised me a little bit, but that's just because there were so many participants. Um, I would say... For me, Lithuania is still getting points, but I was also surprised that like Santa didn't get them because that song, like I thought was so great when it came out because it was just so much going on. I was like, no way I'm going to forget that. And then all this happened. I'm like, holy shit. Um, Some songs that have grown a little bit for me, even though it hasn't been that long since we talked about it. uh, Portugal. (laughs) Um, is actually like really cute and I had my uh, Portuguese friend translate the lyrics for me um, and I was like oh that's actually very beautiful so I'm really sorry about what I said before <laughs> it's the the, the the linguistic barrier I apologize um, other than that yeah I think I think that's it for me um, I was just going to interject that I was too embarrassed to say that I like Portugal more now, but that it was like a moody day out and I was listening to it and I was like, oh, I'm feeling feels to this. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's like Osher at theme level where I like just really love the song, but it's it's getting up there. So, you know, Portugal, you're definitely a grower. Um, I also have to agree with you guys on Lithuania. Like, I was really into them at first. Uh, now they're not even in my top ten. And not because they've, like, gotten worse, but I think there's so many other songs that uh, have sort of superseded them. And I guess, I don't know, they just, um, they faded for me. Maybe the novelty wore off. Um, but, yeah. So, unfortunately, they've kind of fallen in my ranking. Controversially, also, Iceland has... Um, Iceland was toward my top in the beginning, definitely. And now it's still in my top 10, but a little sort of lower, lower in the rankings. Um, I don't know why. I think maybe I just got a little sick of it because it was everywhere. Um, but I mean, it's still it's still an excellent song. So, you know, that's definitely not, um, you know, nothing bad to say about Iceland. I think there's just a couple of songs that sort of took the cake for me because they're just sort of more my thing. As far as growers go, Alex, I have to agree with you on Norway. Like, actually, I've been, it's been in my head a lot. So I do actually really <laughs> like it now, despite, uh, despite being not particularly happy that it won Melody Grand Prix. And the same thing happened to me with Ireland, where, like, I the first time I heard it, and we I kind of talked about this when we went over this one, but the first time I heard it, I really didn't like it. But now it's it's my jam. Like, it's just a really fun song. Like, it's just, I'm just really into it. And I kind of, I've grown to like Leslie Roy a, a bit more now that I've kind of seen her perform and seen interviews with her. Like, she just seems like a really cool person. So, you know, Ireland's definitely grown on me a lot. Slovenia? I weirdly like I know it's sort of toward the bottom of all of our rankings, but after seeing Anna Sokvich's uh, Eurovision Home Concert, like man, that woman has a voice. Like I think, yeah. and I didn't fully appreciate it. I think when we watched uh, the performance of Voda that she did, 
uh, at EMA, but you know, after listening to a couple of times, like she is very, very good. And I think with the right staging could have really delivered like a big moment. And hearing her do a cover of Ronan Nisha's Seuss was just also incredible. Like also like by a lake and a mountain, like I was really into that performance. So like just that alone really upgraded that for me. <laughs> and I think the last one that like kind of fall or change really for me uh, is Czech Republic, which I was really into in the beginning. Like I was like, sure, it was going to be like top five for me. But unfortunately, with the revamps and with just other songs coming through, it really fell by the wayside. And I still really like it, but it's it's not in my top anymore, I have to say, unfortunately. Can I add yeah. one real quick? Um, Italy. Yeah. <laughs> I shit on Italy when they announced the winner. And if you want to rewind back to that time, I was pretty harsh. But honestly, um, I actually like it now. Okay, there you go. I just, I didn't, I wanted to have that on record that I like Italy songs now. <laughs> but then again, what is a podcast for if not to remind you of your past taste and hold it against you? Um, so I'm sorry, okay? I am sorry to do, do Diodato and I will do better next time. Onward to you what guys. What a surprise, Alex. Do you like Italy? Again. <laughs> yeah, one more for me. Also, like, weirdly enough, France has grown on me. They also had a little bit of a remap, and now it sounds significantly better. They went to a revamp? A little bit, yeah. Oh, oh, I haven't I haven't heard the updated version. Okay. How um, did it change? It's just better now. Like, the mix is a little better. It sounds a little less cheesy and, and uh, Swedish. <laughs> Fair. But yeah, France has kind of grown on me, and um, it's it's definitely not in my top by any stretch of the imagination, but it's kind of, it's now a middling track for me instead of being way at the bottom. So, you know, Tom Leap, I apologize for, for shitting on you. I'm staying by that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I'm always a couple of days behind you, Max, so maybe. <laughs> Come next week, I'll be like, oh, actually, he's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I was honestly too bored by the original to even give the revamp a listen. So that's where revamp, revamps don't always work. <laughs> yeah, it really has been the year of the revamp. So hard in the beginning, maybe no one will listen to your revamp. <laughs> yeah, it really has been the year of the revamps. Like, um, I think it's like. It, Quite a few of them have had revamps, uh, especially even since we've gone over them. So like like France had a revamp. Romania had a little bit of a revamp, although I think the version we listened to or we went over was the revamp version. But that one I didn't like so much. But Czech Republic is probably the <laughs> the, the one that went and underwent the most revamps and kind of settled on, on an, a version I personally think is a little less good than the original. But the best revamp for sure was Armenia. Like Chainsaw, you went from kind of like a, a weird little bop that was like kind of a guilty pleasure and like a, I shouldn't like this because it's not that good to like being like just such a bop. Like that song slaps now. I'm so into it. And that would have been so good live. That's fair. I mean, I still like hear the chorus as 
I'm going to chainsaw chainsaw you, which like I didn't know that you could use chainsaw in that <laughs> in the in the sentence like that. But I'm here for that kind of violence, I guess. <laughs> chainsaw on you is just still the one for me that like I kept on waiting for it to grow on me and it never did, even with the revamp. So I'm sorry. I have to turn in my like diva standing card on that one. You're a bad gay, Bart. I know. <laughs> You're not the first person to tell me that, Max. <laughs> All right. So now that it's Eurovision week, we would have, you know, been watching the semifinals and finding out who made it through to the final and who didn't. So I thought it'd be fun to maybe give our predictions anyway and see who we think would have gone gone to the final. Let's start with semifinal one. We have, you know, quite a list of songs. We have Australia, Belarus, Ireland, Lithuania, North Macedonia, Russia, Slovenia, Sweden, Azerbaijan, Belgium, Croatia, Cyprus, Israel, Malta, Norway, Romania, and Ukraine performing in the first semifinal. And which ones do you guys think would have made it out? Well, I mean, I think for sure Sweden would have made it out because they always make it out. Lithuania would have made it out. Russia would have made it out. Uh, Azerbaijan would have made it out. Israel would have made it out. Are you counting for me? Because I'm not counting. Yeah, you're at five. Um, Ukraine, I think, would have made it out. Malta, for sure, would have made it out. Norway would have made it out. Um, How many? I have two left. One left. Uh, Two left, I think North Macedonia would have made it out. And uh, who would the last one be? Maybe Romania. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I think overall I agree. I mean, looking at the two semifinals, I feel like semifinal one is way more unfairly stacked, although there definitely are some good songs in semifinal two. Um, But more of the ones that I personally really like are in this one. I think I agree with you on like your first eight, Alex. I think those last two spots are kind of up for grabs. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Lithuania, Russia, Sweden, Azerbaijan, um, Israel, Malta, Norway, Ukraine were kind of all getting through. After that, I mean, like, Romania, maybe I could see. Like, I could maybe see Australia just because it is a memorable performance. That's kind of the two I would put my money on. But I feel like then those last two spots could kind of just go to anyone who, like, broke out with a really good live performance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think, am being a little bit biased. <laughs> I really don't I like think, Australia. Yeah, no, the first semifinal is definitely super stacked. And those last two spots, I don't know. I think I think Belarus sneakily might have made it through. I don't know. Maybe if they had, like, a particularly memorable performance. I think maybe it's my personal bias, but I think Ireland could have snuck through, too, this year. That's just me, though. No, that's definitely fair. But I feel like the Ireland performance is a bit, it's like pretty bubbly. And it reminds me of what they did last year. And they really didn't do well last year with it. So I think a lot of it would depend on the performance. But yeah, because they did a lot of staging last year. And like the performance just wasn't that good. So it depends on how, what, like what Leslie would have looked like on stage but yeah she definitely has a chance of getting it yeah i think depending on the running order too like if she was second then yeah absolutely not but 
you know, if she was toward the end and gave a particularly memorable performance, I think that could have could have gone through. And I think also maybe Croatia would have stood a chance if Damir just really, really brought it. But that is the only other one I could see. I could see doing it. Did you guys say Cyprus? I can't remember. No. <laughs> well, I think Cyprus would have made it, but it and Greece are in separate semifinals, so I don't know who would have given it 12 points. I would just say, I feel like we always do underestimate the ethnic ballads on this podcast, so Demir probably would be the sleeper that we wouldn't expect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Definitely true. Okay, moving on to the second semifinal. We have Austria, Czech Republic, Estonia, Greece, Iceland, Moldova, Poland, San Marino, Serbia, Albania, Armenia, Bulgaria, Denmark, Finland, Georgia, Latvia, Portugal, and Switzerland. Thoughts? Yeah, I feel like this one, just looking at the two, is so much more open. Um, I feel like it's just a much more kind of like level playing field almost. I mean, some of the songs are truly horrible. But, I mean, I feel like from this one, the locks for me were kind of Switzerland, Bulgaria, and Iceland. Really, maybe just those ones. I think Serbia, San Marino, Latvia, and honestly, Alex, probably Denmark, all would have had a really good chance to go through. Um, yeah, say it again, Bart. Say it again <laughs> to people in the back. No, but seriously, say it again. No, I do definitely think Denmark would have qualified out of this. Um, I think it stands out in kind of a lot of the other songs. After those, I think it's seven. Um, I think... Like, it really becomes on staging. Like, I think Austria, Greece, Poland, Armenia, Albania, all of those would kind of had a chance. And it really just depends, like, which ones were elevated with staging and which ones fell flat with staging. Yeah, I feel like Poland definitely has a very good chance because, like, that song kind of has more of that catchiness. And I think that it would have been able to stand out if she just absolutely nailed the performance, like, vocally and scenically. You guys are sleeping on the Czech Republic. Like, I think they would have gone through. I think Benny is just, like, such a charismatic... Oh, I didn't even uh, see him there. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hundred. Sorry, 100%. Oh, my God. Sorry. Yes, I was sleeping on that one. I agree with you 1,000%, Max. He would have gone through. Yeah, Benny's such a charismatic guy. I think he would have had no problem going through, you know, whether or not we like the revamp. Um, definitely. I think San Marino would have definitely gone through in this particular semi. I think if it was in the first semi, it would have had no chance. But there, this one is so, uh, I think the semis are so weighted on the first one that, you know, I think some underdogs on this, in this half, uh, definitely, definitely have a chance. I think even Finland or Armenia could have gone through. Or I think Armenia would have gone through because that staging probably would have been impeccable if the video is anything to go by. But I think something like um, Finland could squeeze through or Portugal even. Yeah. In a perfect world, Latvia and Austria would make it too. <laughs> I like them. They deserve I think, it. I think, and... Samantha, I think Samantha Tina would have been memorable enough to... <laughs> to qualify for sure right like because i feel like everyone's jaws would have been open <laughs> well through a lot of the other performances but like wait what did we just watch <laughs> um yeah and i just i love her so um i would have i i don't know if it would have but it would have been nice if estonia would make it through 
shout out to my Estonian crowd. I'm, I'm with you guys this year. <laughs> and I just love that it's a Estonian because, you know, <laughs> it's hard to find. <laughs> I think as far as Estonian entries, this is probably one of the weaker ones. Although, like, there's a there's a universe where it goes through, but I do not think this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, Ooh. I kind of stand by <laughs> Benny Cristo not going through. I don't know, just with the whole mess of the revamps, like I don't have a lot of faith in the staging being that great, even though his presence is definitely awesome. Um, I don't know, for some reason, not that I even like the song more, but I feel like the sleeper for me would be Grease out of this. Because I just wonder if they really put money behind a staging. If And I feel like Grease always kind of ends up bringing it somehow. So I think I could have seen that ended up, ending up going through. Listen, if Yana Terzi didn't qualify, I don't see Stefania qualifying, but you, you never really know. You never know. <laughs> okay, so we have who we think will make it to the final. What do we think would have happened in the final? Well, I think here is a good place to start us off with just talking about the odds, um, which aren't always right, especially pre-rehearsals. There's always a lot of movement, but I think it is kind of an interesting landscape. So the top 10 before, obviously, they stopped tracking it, which was kind of early March, um, was in order Bulgaria, Lithuania, Iceland, Switzerland, Russia, Romania, Italy, Azerbaijan, Malta, and Germany. Um, so let you guys take it from there. What do you think? Are the odds off? Are the odds correct? I think Bulgaria is high. I don't think it would have done as well. <laughs> Same yeah, with I, I, I agree with that. I think that just given how how well this turned out, like in terms of songs this year, I I I, I don't see them in the top. Yeah, I agree. I think for me. I kind of put it for me, which again, we'll go into more later. I think that there's just a really clear top three that I think if any of them win, I think would have deserved it. And for me, that's Malta, Germany and Iceland. I think that those three would have been the ones that I would mark as the lowest odds going in. I think ones that I don't really like, but that could have still ended up stealing it away would be Bulgaria, Lithuania, and Russia. And I mostly only say Bulgaria because sometimes the odds makers know what they're talking about. I don't think Bulgaria has a good chance. I do think just because we're so overexposed to Lithuania doesn't mean that other people are. So I think that that would still have a good chance. And I can't deny Russia being catchy. But I think it probably would have been... I mean, I would think it would be one of those top three, and then one of those other three could have been the one that would, like, steal it away that I wouldn't necessarily expect. I agree with that. I think top three, I think absolutely Malta would have been there, Iceland, and I think Russia, honestly, would be top three, regardless of sort of where in the, they place. But I think I think they could have really come for it. Um, and I think... Germany, as much as I love that song, I think I have to go with your original assessment bar. I don't think it would have really gone off very well on stage. I mean, I like Ben Dolich and he can sing, but seeing his um his Eurovision home concert performances, like I don't he just doesn't feel like he has that much of a presence. And, you know, that song, you know, it's got those kind of she got me vibes, but with none of sort of Luca's charm on stage. 
personally. So I don't know if it would have done that well, unfortunately. What I think would have done really well, which we sort of didn't give a lot of credence to, was Italy. I think Diodato would have really brought like a very emotional performance and Italy always does pretty well. So I think Italy kind of a sleeper, definitely. Um, I was going to save that impression of Germany for the final show. But yes, I do agree with you. And I think that like, although I would put Germany in the top three just based on song, I do think it would have really fallen flat. I think that that actually is why it's low in the rating, in the odds, because people did not have faith in the live performance. I mean, I, I... Actually, now that you, I didn't think about that before, but now that you mention it, remember how we liked, uh, I'm forgetting the year, but Belgium, the, the guy had that very, like he had a, a high voice. Um, was it last year or two years ago where it was a very beautiful song, but he just could not pull it off on stage and he did not make it out of the semis. Elio. Elio. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that I feel like something similar would have happened for for uh, Germany. So my top three is actually um Iceland, Malta, and Lithuania. Um Lithuania has not dropped any steam for me. I think that it's still a very unique song and it's um it's very fun and the stage presence is incredibly memorable. Um I think that Iceland's song is unique. It's fun. I think that it gets people dancing. And I think that it's one of those songs that like every single age can't help but love. So I think that that would have garnished it a lot of points. And then also, I mean, Malta is obviously just amazing. Um, so those are kind of my thoughts on on what I think. I year. definitely don't disagree. I think I think Iceland had a has a real chance, had a real chance of winning the whole thing. Definitely. Absolutely like a top performer. Um, I think the the only real variable is if anyone else can sort of top it as far as staging and memorability memorability goes. And I think the only the only two that actually have that who could do that, I think, were Russia and maybe Lithuania. And as far as song goes, I think Malta could have just on the power of Destiny's voice and the quality of that song might have snuck past it just a little bit. Uh but I think overall, like if I if if I had to sort of set the odds, I think Iceland has the best chance. I would also say like for so for Malta, like I I rank it very high, but I think that that type of music, like despite how we feel about it, like Sweden and Malta both kind of have that gospel-ish aspect. And that's gonna drive like if there was only one of those songs, then all the votes would go to one of them. But I think that people are going to kind of choose between the two. You're right. They could split the vote. I could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see Sweden Malta splitting the vote. Um, Going back, I think I agree with both of you. If I had to pick out one country I thought would win, I would say Iceland. Um, I honestly agree with you that Lithuania and Russia probably were like the best in performances on its heels just because we kind of know what their performances look like. And I think that's where it just becomes, I feel like the two really big question marks for me, if we assume that Germany wasn't going to pull a miracle and be incredible, was like, was Bulgaria going to do something really cool and modern to match the edge of that song that that could surprise us? 
And then, I mean, basically, could that one high note of destiny in the bridge have like a Tamara Tedeska effect where it like blew everyone out of the water? Which like those are the kind of two variables for me that's like we may never know, but either one of those could have like either really dropped or have like become instant like fuego blow you out of the water material if like it was done really impeccably right. Mm-hmm. You could say that. We haven't really talked about Switzerland, which is a heavy favorite among the fandom. Do you guys have I mean, because we one? don't like it. <laughs> I thought that was the determination. It's like, like we just don't like that, so we just disagree. Like you guys are wrong. We're right. It's not a good song. Like <laughs> hot take. <laughs> now that we say that, it definitely would have won. But like, I agree. I just like. I mean, that's totally... what I said about the Netherlands, and then Duncan freaking won. So no, I mean, no, no. I would say. Duncan's song was good. I just didn't think it should have won, but it was good. Like, Switzerland is just bad. So if it would have won, I would have been triply annoyed. Switzerland and Romania being in the top 10 odds above, like, Malta, and then even Italy and Azerbaijan to me is, like, a little mind-blowing. Like, (laughs) I'm just, like, I just don't think, I just don't see either of them winning. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think Switzerland... Definitely probably the most, for me, the most overhyped song of this uh, of this year. And I just, I can't really imagine it, how it would be staged and that it would be staged in a way that would do particularly well. Like, yeah, I think it would have easily, I think it would have easily made it into the final and out of the semi just on popularity alone. But I, and also don't, you know, things that are really popular with the fandom aren't necessarily really popular with sort of the general Eurovision voting public. So I think that's always something to keep in mind. But I don't know. I just don't I don't see its broad appeal. So I don't know if it would have done that well. It would have either like literally have won or it would have like not made it out of the semi and would like go down an infamy like Blackbird and all the other songs and we would never (laughs) hear about how it didn't get out of the semi. (laughs) But I feel like either way we couldn't win. (laughs) so uh one song that i kind of want to talk about to you guys with you guys because i feel like it was good and we just like never talked about it again and it never even like occurred to us as something but like spain i felt like had a pretty good entry this year like and we haven't talked about it since it was selected, and that was, like, one of the first episodes. The first episode. Uh, the, yeah, the first episode. Like, do you guys think that it's it wouldn't have gotten, like, anywhere? Because it's... I think it's good. So it would have gone one of two ways. He would have either nailed that high note, and it would have been, like, a pretty middling result. Like, better than Spain has done in a very long time, but still not, like, a winner. Uh, but definitely, maybe like left hand, left hand side of the scoreboard, or he would have fucked it up royally, and it just wouldn't have been memorable at all, and it would have gotten a pretty low score. Just because I don't, Spain is even if they do have a good song, I feel like they usually fall through on staging. Like last year, like I thought Spain was going to do very well last year, and then the staging was just bad. So I just 
you never know with Spain, especially since mm-hmm. they don't really give you a preview of what it's going to look like, or if they yeah. do, they're going to change it completely. So I don't know. I it's hard to predict on that one, but you know, I have faith that Blossom would have gotten the gotten the note, and I think it, there's a there's a universe where it could have done well um, if it was just like very impeccably staged. But I'm not. I'm just not confident in Spain's staging ability in general. That is very fair. That is very fair. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny you bring it up because I feel like Spain is one that I almost kept expecting to go back to and have it like surprise me with how much I liked it. And then it just never did. Like I never really wanted to listen to it all the way through. Like I listened to it, but I just, I can't like place it, you know? Um, and maybe it's because any other year, like it probably would have had more of an impact, but this was just a really good year you know yeah absolutely how do we think the uk would have done (laughs) oh the uk (laughs) poorly yeah i mean i don't here's a i i was i i was wondering this if there was gonna be like any like actual like brexit backlash now that they're really out you know or like gonna be out um, whether that would be reflected, but I guess there's no way to truly know that. Um, I don't have it getting any points um, on my on my top ten, so I don't necessarily think that it would have done great with the jury. I mean, I think that it would have done better, substantially better than it's been doing, but actually maybe to the same extent that Storm got similar kind of ranking. Yeah. I feel like it actually would have done pretty well with the juries just because James Newman himself is a songwriter and like in the industry. So I don't know, maybe like there's some connection there that the jury would have picked up on. But I could also see this like doing like, okay, right, like way better than UK entries have done in the past, probably since at least Lucy Jones Maybe even a little, maybe even like a place or two better than Lucy. So like definitely not top 10 by any stretch of imagination, but I think just a valiant effort from the UK and it would have done like not bad. I think it would have exceeded Do expectations. Coming back? I don't know, but maybe. Because I'm honestly like, I'm not wild about the song, but he has kind of the characteristics that I feel like, oh, I would probably like your other stuff. Like I'd love to see something else from him. I'm now, like, reading all the other songs he's helped write, and I love a lot of them. And I'm, like, a little shook that I hate whatever his song is for My Last Breath. He wrote, like, some, like, Jess Glynn songs. And, like, he wrote, he helped write Blame by Calvin Harris. Like, he's written some big hits. Yeah, he's, like, a real songwriter. Like, I mean, when we went over it, I mentioned that he wrote, uh, co-wrote, Kesha's song Let Him Talk which is like among my my faves so (laughs) uh yeah like he's like a he's got a pretty strong resume like if you just go on his Wikipedia and look at his songwriting credits like they're all very it's a it's an impressive resume so I think he's also yeah he's probably well known among songwriters too so like maybe that would have garnered him some points maybe there's some nepotism there I don't know I feel like he could have the UK could have surprised us this year. I don't think with like a particularly high result, but just higher than normal. 
I will like literally never bet on the UK to surprise us in a good way in Eurovision. (laughs) And I would have been really burnt the Lucy Jones year, but most years I would be pretty safe with that money. (laughs) Very fair. Um, I guess the last uh, big or automatic qualifier we didn't talk about was Netherlands. How do we think it would have done? Oh my god. Okay, I put it fourth because I freaking love that song so much. I don't believe in countries like with so many entries, the Netherlands being allowed to win it twice in a row, but in my heart I would have been perfectly content with that. I love this song. Like and him singing it live and then oh his voice so dreamy. Yeah, I think that this basically would not have done nearly as well as it deserves just because of, like, being a returning country and being direct to final and all of that. But it is a great song. But I also think that it wouldn't have done the whole, like, host country gets last place thing. I think it would have avoided that shit, at least. I am a little upset, actually, that they decided to do this song this year because you know there it does have the odds kind of against it before it even came through the door and I feel like this would have been a perfect effort to do in a couple of years once people are like okay with them winning again yeah but he's coming back next year so you know if we decide that uh that doesn't count yeah um, so actually, confirmed for next year, we have Montaigne from Australia, Vincent Bueno from Austria, Samira Effendi from Azerbaijan, Hoover Phonic from Belgium, Victoria from Bulgaria, Tornike from Georgia, Stefania from Greece, Eden from Israel, Cengu from the Netherlands, and Roxen from Romania, Blas Cantel from Spain, Gion Steers from Switzerland, and Goe from Ukraine. So, pretty so good list. I just want to say... Hoover Phonic, like, we are normally a Belgian-loving people, so please step up your game. We know you have it. Step it up. I agree. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Eden and Goe bring back, especially. I think there are some other people who could definitely step it up. I mean, personally, I am just, like, on bated breath until I hear whether or not Destiny comes back or not, because she is, like, irreplaceable in my mind. But <laughs> So I have a question about all this, because you, Ukraine's national final is a pretty big deal, so are they just not going to do it next year? I think so. I think they're just not going to have a national final. Uh, are they at least going to let the public probably pick the song then or something like that? I don't know. That's really up to the or to the broadcaster. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, they have a I whole... think it's like an easier decision for countries that like don't have big national competitions. But the fact that Ukraine is going with the same selection, that surprises me a little bit. We'll see. I'm kind of surprised that some of these internal selections haven't like officially confirmed they're coming back. Like like Sandro hasn't confirmed. Tom Lee hasn't confirmed. Ben Dolich isn't confirmed. Leslie Roy isn't confirmed. Um destiny okay. isn't we all know ben's coming back like what else are you gonna do go through puberty like Senny, <laughs> <laughs> where is Senny? why is it why hasn't she confirmed for next year because they're gonna like because like her like three months of coming back to life are gonna go away and they're gonna resurrect like valentina or <laughs> sir <Sirhan laughs> or someone next 
I just, I really want like a San Marinese like super group of like Serha, Valentina, and uh, Senti, and like featuring Jenny B. Like, I just need that to happen. Max, we need to do something to deserve that. <laughs> True. You need to appease the gods somehow. <laughs> First, we need to get San Marino a good place in the final, and maybe they'll, they'll grant our wishes. <laughs> All right. Uh, any last thoughts on what would have happened this year? I mean, I will say kind of just like as my parting note with one more thing to go, I think it is, I think the one thing that actually watching all the Eurovision agains has reminded me that just like there is just no replacement for seeing some of the songs live. And like now would be when we'd be like seeing rehearsal footage and like hearing the leaks about like who's good live, who has good staging and who doesn't. And, like, I do feel sad we don't get that kind of, like, extra stage of Eurovision. Because some of them are, just, like, some songs in the past are definitely things that, like, I would never listen, thought I would never listen to again. And then after seeing the staging, I was like, holy shit, that was incredible. Yeah. Like tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's one more question I had for you guys. If there's one, one song that you're just, like, truly devastated you don't get to see live, which one is it? Honestly... <laughs> I don't want to be that person, but just all of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, uh, I guess I am, I, I would have loved to see Bulgaria live to see what that would have been like. Yeah, for me, it's easy. I mean, just not seeing Destiny and all of my love. Um, I would just love, I mean, like, maybe I was saved some disappointment, but I don't think I was. I think that one would have truly, like, been transcendental for me it's definitely azerbaijan i think that would have been so bonkers out there that like it would have just been everything and maybe it would have maybe it would have been a giant dumpster fire but it would have been an entertaining <laughs> giant dumpster fire so you know i'm very sad that we don't get to see it but i really hope we get something like it next year actually i also i really don't like the song but i would have but i think a lot of it has to do with my intense dislike of the music video i would have liked to see uh what greece would have looked like outside of that ridiculous music video that's what i'm saying i feel like greece could have had a dope staging and we would be like oh shit that music video sucked but like this is now good (laughs) very possible all right well you know we're we're obviously very sad we don't get to see any of these songs live but the EBU will be gracing us with some very interesting programming, I'm sure. And at least let's hope it's interesting. But you'll hear all of our thoughts on that on Monday. We have a very special episode for you guys and with some very special guests. And we'll be revealing the results of our Star Spangled Jury. So thank you again to everyone who submitted. We'll be back on Monday with our last episode of the season. And we hope you'll join us, too. Meanwhile, you can follow us on all social media. We're on Twitter at SSE underscore pod, on Instagram at Sarspangled Eurovision, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Sarspangled Eurovision. If you have even more thoughts on what we should talk about, you know, maybe you have some episode ideas we can do in the off season. You know, send us an email, Sarspangled Eurovision at gmail.com with some ideas. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do something special for you guys. And uh, yeah, keep engaging with us on Twitter. We'll be you know, live tweeting all the Eurovision Eurovision events going on this week, and we'll talk about them on Monday. So join us then. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys.